Welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. I'm starting to say host. I'm starting to say that less. Because I don't want to. Host? Why? Host. Because I don't want to. But you are the host. Yeah, but we're all kind of. We're all kind of the host. Yeah. With the most. Sure. (laughs) Sure. To boast. Because when I introduce I you like guys, I don't say peanut butter toast. my co-host, Brett, to my co-host, Alex. I don't know. like labels. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about labels. Don't label me. Don't label me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me, two fellas you've heard before. Hot dog. <laughs> Alex the Bicep Jones. What's going on, dude? Not much. Just bicep stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm stupid. You're smart. <laughs> I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. Hey, only one more episode to go on that now. Hot dog. Hot dog flavored water. You so, but. Limp biscuit <laughs> and the chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> By the, uh, the next episode you do, you're going to have to have a new clip. You should give them the, the one from Dead End Driving. I'm building up. I'm, bu- I'm building up. <laughs> This guy's just like scarfing down Italian food, just spaghetti, and just lifting weights, running every day. <laughs> and he's like, he's like a skinnier me, but like he's twenty years up. older. <laughs> he's building up. I think I have my soundbite picked out. Okay, no, yeah. um, no spoilers. Are, yeah. It's a spoiler-free zone. <laughs> Other voice you hear is Mr. Wolfie T. How are you, sir? That would be me. I'm kicking a lot, homie. Kicking the stupid dog moves. Busting it out. I think I'm going to change my nickname to Mr. Positivity. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling people at work that, that that's what some people call me. And I'm trying to get it started without people thinking that I made it up. <laughs> but you did make it up. Well, no, well some people call me it because I'm so positive all the time. <laughs> Who calls you that? Well, you don't know him, but <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I know everybody you know. We, so. <laughs> we don't for your brother. We don't have to get into it, but and he's just, in our fantasy league, so I kind of know him. I you, guess you you wouldn't know. You you wouldn't know them. <laughs> Are you going to spell it different though? Positivity, <laughs> like Wolfie like, T. Like move the Y from the end so, towards the middle, and then just put like T E E on the end of it. Mr. Positivity. Mm, don't. It's not a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it should be positive a uh, positiva? I think you should T. do pause, as in like like dog pause. P a w s p a w s pause 
Uh, Diva. Activia T. <laughs> <laughs> Activia. <laughs> Or we work, workshop that a little bit, Brett. Workshop. <laughs> Let's forget this happened. <laughs> so this will be a, a recently seen episode, and uh, we might try out our new segment, movie fights, at the end here. Brett's gonna. We might. Brett has a as a grievance. He's going to air to the rest of beef. us, just like Festivus. Got beef for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that what that entails is somebody sees a rating on the website and says. I think their rating is fucking bullshit. And then, and then he we, just beat the and then shit we out fist of fight. <laughs> we fist fight. We'll, we'll put the, the mics in where people can hear us. Land in blows. We take our pants off, <laughs> keep shirts on, and just go to town. We do it Iron Sheik style. Our socks on or off. <laughs> we do it the Iron challenger she- gets to determine what go to town means. <laughs> we do it Iron Sheik style. I'm going to break your back, fuck your ass, and make you humble. <laughs> Put you in the camel clutch. <laughs> hey, I Old a, country way. I made a wrestling reference. Isn't that cool? I'm not even a wrestling fan. <laughs> hey, did you watch the new Andre the Giant documentary? Hey, did you listen to any episodes? While you were <laughs> no. <laughs> he gave it eventually. You'll have to listen to yeah. the one from like four weeks ago when I talked about it. Nah. What'd you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the DVR. Watch it. Mm. Eventually. Not sold. I delete it when I get home. Eventually. Eventually. What's Where's that from? Whose voice is that? Click it again. Eventually. Don't know. I know. I got new clips for all of our ratings. Don't recognize it. I don't know. One more time. It's a last resort. Whoop. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one you wouldn't get either. Eventually. Don't know. It's sort of a pretty... It's a favorite movie of... It's not in our top five, but it's up there for both of us, I believe. Not Brett. Although you, I think you'd like it. Have I seen it? I don't know. I think so. Okay, first clue. Yeah, damn it. Her first name is Mina. Mina? Mm-hmm. What actress like, do you know his first act- name is Mina? The actress's-, actress's name. Is that from American Beauty? It is. Yeah. This is when they're in the car talking about her being a model. Like, anything that's, you know, meant to happen does. You know, Did you just remember that she said eventually? No, like, I use QuoteDB. You, yeah, you know me. Uh, Brett <laughs> showed me this website called QuoteDB. Pulled the box, just lazy. <laughs> called the box (laughs) (laughs) um it's a database where you type in a word or a line it'll tell you what movie said word or said line appears in and then where in the movie Mm -hmm. gives you like the runtime in and how many results popped up for just eventually thousands thousands right and so i just scanned through like 10 pages and i was like "Mm." gotcha because some of it eventually is in the middle of a sentence and that one was kind of in the middle that's pretty itself. handy. What yeah. is it? Quote DB? It's Q U O D B. So like quote DB. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Anything that's like, like kind of rhymes with that, I just throw you know me on there. Yeah, you know me. Okay. <laughs> Where's that from? OPP? Down with OPP. 
Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you know what OBB stands for? No. Other people's... I think he gives like 10 definitions, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. It's other people's Property. Pu- it's other people's pussy. Or property, mm. I think is like uh, the general way of... I think the clean version is property. I wish I had that the more you know sounder, even though that's a TV commercial. I'm sure it's been in movies, though. Mm. Mm. I don't think NBC is licensing that shit out. Pretty sure Universal owns NBC, so... It could. They make movies, too. You find me Universal movie that has that in there <laughs> <laughs> you win a dollar <laughs> go to quote db can i is that <laughs> say it. are you really gonna give yeah, me a dollar me. are you really gonna give me a dollar if, you, if i find it you got cash on you jones <laughs> no, no. damn you, you get no dollars from me <laughs> even if it's in like five years you get a dollar never no okay quote well, db yeah, you know me. I think we better kick it off here. So kicking the stupid dope <laughs> Yeah. Kicking it Talk about our recently seen movies. What did you see, Clarice? What did you see? I saw, as Jones would say, a little ditty from twenty eighteen called Jack and Diane. Um it's not called Jack and Diane. It's on Netflix <laughs> and it is called The Week of have you guys heard of The Week of? <laughs> yeah. No. It's the new Adam Sandler joint. Why? And Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> so two reasons not to. <laughs> and you still watched it. Yeah, I rewatched the top five the other day. You're kind of breaking a podcast rule where you don't pick a shitty movie to watch just to talk shit about it. No, but <laughs> there's always been a little caveat to that rule because I've told you that I've watched... Every Adam Sandler. Well, the you didn't the, watch The Cobbler, did you? No, but that wasn't a Netflix movie. It's on Netflix, but that was like an indie film oh, okay. that wasn't released on Netflix. I've watched the Adam Sandler Netflix movies, all of them. They've all been shit, but I've been holding out hope against hope that one of these is going to be like a winner, kind of like a Happy Gilmer thing. Funny, funny people's been on a lot on the movie channels lately. Mm-hmm. Which I, I find the. Merman and the other one pretty entertaining to watch. Well, Jack and Jill came out like right after Funny or, People, right. so it was like that fit right in line. Yep. Oh, you know, Brett's a big fan of Jack and Jill. Not a big fan, but it, Orbit, I thought it was going to be Jill. the wor- I thought it was going to be the worst movie I've ever seen, and it was not. <laughs> Yikes! Although I do have to say, Sandy Wexler was almost a good movie. You just had to chop off a half hour. And then not make it as bad. <laughs> but there was a lot of funny stuff in there, these things I chuckled at. But let's get to this new shitty Adam Sandler movie called The Week Of. Was a shack in it? No. Damn. No. So you got that going for you. Um, directed by Robert Schmeichel, starring Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Steve Buscemi, Rachel Dratch, Allison Strong, Roland Buck the Third, Katie Hartman. Yeah, that's about it. Well, Jackie Sandler, of course, you know, his wife has to be in there. Storyline. Two fathers with opposing personalities come together to celebrate the wedding of their children. They are forced to spend the longest week of their lives together, and the big day cannot come soon enough. Huh? How about that? Isn't that just a riveting storyline right there? Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So this movie's not good. Um, so why did you watch it? Simply because it was Adam Sandler and Netflix? Yeah, because it's free and I don't have to... Well, I mean, obviously, With all I, the I, pay, I pay for Netflix, but it, it let's be honest, it's, it's free. Because one of these days, I'm holding out hope that since he's given carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants with movies on mm-hmm. Netflix, they don't ever give him notes like, you shouldn't have this or clean that up. You know, maybe they should, but they don't. And so he's given f- complete artistic freedom. He must be making money off these. Oh, that yeah, they give him money st- That they're front. still like, allowing him to do it. They mm-hmm. must make enough money off these from people that they're like, yeah, you can continue to do whatever you want. The it's ori- funny because funny people's just on, and then also Punch Drunk Love has mm-hmm. been on Sundance or something, and it's like, fuck, he's so good in there. Yeah, both of them. I mean, some people don't like funny people, but I do. Well, he was on the uh, the Meyerowitz stories, which I have not seen yet, but that's by Noel Baumbach. That's mm-hmm. M. Sandler and Dustin Hoffman. It was gotten some buzz, critical critical acclaim. That's a Netflix movie, but not a Adam Sandler Netflix movie, because he signed a private deal with them to have you know. His original deal was four movies for, I forget how much, how many tens of millions, but it was like a four-picture deal, and I think they extended it by another two or four movies or something. And it's like his movies, I've seen this, the reports, that his movies are literally like the most watched thing on Netflix to this day, which is just fucking nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, people consume that much A.M. Sandler. I mean, yeah, I'm part of the problem, I guess, but... Yeah, you absolutely are. <laughs> I keep on thinking that he's <laughs> going to turn it around. It. Well, I mean, I'm paying for this thing. thought it was free. <laughs> <laughs> paying for Netflix. I don't know what would uh, put the idea in your head that he might turn it around at this point. Like, How many years has it been? Well, it can't get worse. Well, sure it can. No, well, put it this way. This movie is better than Jack and Jill, and I have not seen Jack and Jill. Well, you can't comment. It was better <laughs> than Jack and Jill? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> not that Jack and Jill was amazing or, by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I don't know. This, the plot and the this new one looks just awful. Well, anyways, yeah. Um, so... Adam Sandler's white daughter is going to marry Chris Rock's black son. So that's, you know, interracial families coming together. Although they, they kind of seems like there's supposed to be a lot of friction, like race wise and just between the fathers in general, because it's their kids getting married, but there's really no conflict between the two. They pretty much get along most of the time. Like everyone's families are like, there's so many people that are that that causes a problem, but there isn't any much friction between the two. But, yeah, there's a few chuckles here and there, but largely, you know, I mean, Steve Buscemi's in there. He always gives it his all, but, you know, he's in every Adam Sandler movie. Well, if you think of most shitty Adam Sandler movies, if there's a good part in there, it's probably Steve Buscemi. And think probably. about Big Daddy. <laughs> if you think about Big he's Daddy, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't like Big Daddy, but you're like, well, Steve Buscemi's still watching. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, sticks. <laughs> Fucking sticks, bro. That's more of a big daddy thing that's nice yeah uh, i was talking about we mr deeds. About. Sorry, oh, deeds? Mr. deeds oh yeah like mr deeds isn't good but see but <laughs> that is funny why thing. were you yeah. talking <laughs> why did you say big daddy if Sorry, i meant mr, mr. Deeds. deeds yeah oh okay <laughs> that's why but steve buscemi's funny in big daddy too yeah he is big daddy's a slightly better movie than, well, not, not even just it's, it's, it's a better movie. It than is Deeds. a better movie than not Deeds. slightly. It's <laughs> just a better movie yeah. than Deeds. But anyways, yeah, I mean, 
I've never seen the Grown Ups movies, but there's people that love the fucking Grown Ups movies, right? Yeah, they still make shitload of money. And so if you're one of those people, you'll probably like the week of because it's half of the same people. <laughs> but, you know, it's not a return to form for Adam Sandler, sadly. How's he so. looking? Does he look about the same? I feel like every time I've seen him, because I haven't seen a new Adam Sandler movie in a long time. If you see like a I don't know, picture of him or something, he always looks the same. I don't know. Sort of he's, like a fucking jumpsuit. He's not, he's not really too puffy in here. He seems like he's like, in shape enough. Well, right. I was going to say, it's not mm-hmm. like he, every time I see him, it's like he doesn't really gain weight or lose weight, and he's just kind of the same. He mm-hmm. just looks the same person. Funny people, I think he may have put a few more pounds on for that. Yeah. He seemed a little bigger in funny people, especially he has a shirt off, and you know he's around, and yeah. he's stressing out and all that shit with the cancer or the leukemia thing he had. But uh, in the movie, not in real life. Like, oh, Am Sandler had leukemia? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie, yeah, it's not. It's a last resort. It's a last resort. It is a last resort. Oh, so not even a never. So it's good enough that you'd watch this if you watch everything else. Uh, when I watched it, if it was, okay, if it was on like a TV and I'm flipping through, there's a chance I might stay on that channel for a couple of minutes, but... To figure would, out what you're watching or to actually know what you're watching? Well, I'd probably know. stop because I haven't seen it and go, what the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. I, I wouldn't put this on on Netflix again. Sandy Wexler, I would. Because mm-hmm. I can fast forward to some good laughs in there. But Is that also a last resort? Yeah. Yeah. That one is like almost eventually. But like I said, that movie's like, it's over two hours and 10 minutes long. And it's an Am Sandler comedy. It's like two hours and 15 minutes or something. Jesus. Did they fire the editor? God, I would <laughs> never watch that. It was literally a half hour too long. <laughs> and some of the cheesy stuff they could take out. Yeah, it's there's some really funny shit in there, I think. Mm. But, you know, last resort, both of them. Because I've seen the other ones, too. There was, what, the do-over? I watch all these movies when I'm drunk, too. What's I don't, a, what's I don't, a... I don't get I don't. I don't get home from work sober and, like, what's up? great film i'm gonna check out tonight let's check out the netflix Ooh, adam sandler has a new joint out <laughs> it's usually when i'm having drinks and i'm like oh there's a new adam sandler movie well i don't give a fuck it's 1 a.m <laughs> let's pass out <laughs> but yeah uh go around the room brett you're all up right next. i am gonna talk about a couple alfred Hitch- alfred hitchcock movies you ever have that word you can't get <laughs> The f- yeah, his name's Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> First movie from 1972, Frenzy, uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, starring John Finch, Barry Foster, Barbara Lee Hunt, Anna Massey, Alec McCown, Vivian Merchant, uh, and Michael Bates, who we remember from A Clockwork Orange as the prison guard. One of my favorite characters. Uh, the storyline is, a serial murderer is strangling, wi- strangling women with a necktie. The London police have a suspect, but he is the wrong man. So, Hitchcock's pretty famous for his wrong man plots. So, uh, this is another one of those movies. The necktie strangler who is going around and strangling women after raping them. Uh, 
you know, he's the master of suspense. It's it's pretty suspenseful. Sounds pretty fucking dark. It's very. It is very dark. <laughs> there's a there's a really really unnerving rape scene, which is uh, very hard to watch. There's also a, a scene where some people are talking about it, and uh, a person says, uh, uh, "I think they rape. I think he rapes them before he kills them." And the other guy says, "Yeah, I think you're right." And then a third person says. Well, it's nice to see that every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Are these fifties gentlemen joking about rape? <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know, it's in England too, so it's like they all got these English accents and it was it was uh, like a a councilman or something. I don't know, he's like a member of parliament or something like that. So it was really weird. But uh yeah, very well done. I think I'd give it an eventually. Uh, it's probably not the best Hitchcock movie I've seen, but it's it's pretty fucking good. Hmm. The suspense parts are very well done. It's a classic wrong man story. Uh, so if you're a Hitchcock fan, you've seen that before. Um, but he, he pulls it off very well again. Yeah, so uh, eventually for a frenzy. Eventually. Where'd you see it? TCM? Uh, I want to say it was on uh, Retroplex. Oh, okay. So, cute. I think there. I think a bunch of those Hitchcock movies are on demand on uh, Movieplex hmm. for the next several months. So, I'll talk about the other one when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jonesy. Let's hear all about Infinity War. So I saw a movie <laughs> from 2018. What did you see? What was it called? Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. You know what's weird? Uh, Thanos looks exactly like Joss, like a purple Joss Whedon. Does it? Does he? I don't it's know. Josh Brolin. I know. Does the voice, which I didn't know until the end of the movie. And I was like, oh, he's doing the voice the whole time, huh? There, there's some people at work that are, you know, pretty big in the comics. There's even a guy that kind of illustrates his own comics and whatnot. And I was asking, I was like, so what's the deal here? Like, is did when Joss Whedon was more involved with the Avenger movies, did he just fucking like put his face onto Thanos and be like, that'll be cool. I'm gonna put myself in the movie. I'm gonna model Thanos after me. Is that what was going on, or does he just look like that? And he was like, well, mostly in the comics, Thanos had like a mask he wore, like a helmet. Yeah, and then I mean, the in, in the like after credit scenes in the other uh, Marvel movies, the in the Guardians one, of the Galaxy, he had that. Yeah, the one time you helmet. see him or whatever, he has a helmet on. Mm-hmm. He looks like the dude from Power Rangers, uh, the blue, <laughs> yeah. the blue guy. When I, the <laughs> yeah, first time yeah. I saw him in the movie, I was like, "What? They fucking rip off Power Rangers?" Because <laughs> 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 it looks just like him. Thanos looks like he has a goatee, and he's you look at Joss Whedon. He's he's a bald, well, he's a redhead, but he's bald. And he has the goatee. Okay. And that just, Thanos is just a bald guy yeah. with a goatee. I think Thanos just has a big chin with divots in it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know he doesn't have real <laughs> hair coming out, but that's you what it looks like. Thanos is shaven before battle. <laughs> Gotta get that goat right. <laughs> Let's put the setting to number four today. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Infinity Wars. 
So what's that about? <laughs> Do I need to give the synopsis on Infinity Wars? Can yeah. you walk us through the Marvel timeline from the past like twenty oh, movies fuck. till now? Phase one and two. We're in phase three right now. Without, what's happening in the Marvel? Without universe? spoiling anything. <laughs> so here's the skinny. <laughs> so the last Marvel movie, or the last Avengers movie, I'll say, was. It was basically an Avengers movie, but it was Captain America's Civil War. So at the end of Civil War, I can spoil that, right? Or is that too soon? <laughs> I don't know. Well, do you need to know it to see the Infinity War? Pretty much. I mean, if you see Infinity War, will it be spoiled for you? Yes. Okay. They spoil it for you in the beginning because they talk about what happened at the end of Civil War. Okay. Uh, whatever. I won't spoil it. But anyways, come to cut to. Infinity War. Take me through. Okay, well, yeah, it was like, I'm going on the road. <laughs> cut to in the pond. No, don't cut to the pond. Yeah. What? Ha- don't cut. I mean, can you believe that? Can <laughs> you believe it? No, I can't believe it, which is why I want you to tell me what, how did, how did that happen? I'll tell you what, hindsight being 2020, I probably wouldn't have done it the same way. What did you need our car for anyway? Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> cut to. Cut to. <laughs> Uh, anywho, the Avengers are trying to assemble to basically take down Thanos. Thanos has collected several Infinity Stones over the course of the movies. Infinity Stones are, I don't know, essentially stones that give you power. They all serve a different purpose. And once he collects them all, gotta get them all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, he, uh... He can essentially wipe out half of the population in the universe. That's what he's trying to do to, because his entire strategy is there's too many people in the universe. They're sucking up all the resources. So if I collect all these stones, uh, I can wipe out half the people to basically for the greater good. So really, he's a so good he's guy. A good guy. Yeah. Wow. Turn. <laughs> he, he'll turn. <laughs> Uh, that's essentially the gist of the movie. So all the Avengers are trying to get together and stop them. It's essentially two movies happening at once, though, because the Avengers are never all together. It's like groups of them are together fighting different elements of it. Mm-hmm. In the Avengers, so I don't even need, I don't need to do the cast, right? We all know Josh Brolin is the only surprise. I mean, I didn't know he was the voice of Thanos. Which kind of makes sense. Uh, he did a good job, which is kind of the second superhero movie he's done now with mm-hmm. Deadpool 2. Um, yeah. Well, is he, cool to see. who did it in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? I guess maybe that was his voice. I would assume. Is he all CGI then? Oh, yeah. He's see, like you, you never get the impression that Thanos <laughs> was a human. Like he's fucking monstrous and different colored and whatever. So only the voice is Josh Brolin. There's only about five people in the Avengers movies that aren't fucking CGI. Right. And it's not like he's Mark Ruffalo where he, he turns into himself at any point. <laughs> not the <whole> <laughs> uh, So, I mean, outside of the regular Avengers cast, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Don Cheadle, uh, Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chadwick Boseman... Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillian. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. 
Anthony Mackie. I mean, the amount of fucking people in this movie, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Sebastian Stan, Idris Elba, Peter Dinklage is in this. Um, the Dink. The Dink. <laughs> Dave Batista, your boy. Yeah, Big Dave. Big Dick Dave. <laughs> Vin Diesel is Groot. Old Bradley Cooper is Rocket. Gwyneth Paltrow, Benicio Del Toro. Chris Pratt. Oh, fucking Penny's back, huh? Oh, yeah. Sean Gunn. William Hurt. Oh, Bill? The amount of money this movie costs. Bill? <laughs> Stan Lee. He's still making appearances. Uh, what was the deal with uh, Stan Lee? Didn't he uh, get accused of uh, sexual harassment or something? Stan Lee? No, I didn't hear that, I guess. Didn't he uh, harass a... Uh, masseuse or something like i don't know you better like look that five up five years ago oh you looked that up well I'll he's up. giving the deets but anyways that's kind of the heavy hitters uh I'll just fucking google it <laughs> so i would give i mean like with any superhero cult following type movie if you're a huge fan you gotta see it but uh i would give it i don't know it's probably a last resort in my personal opinion just because it's I don't know. It was good, like, in mm-hmm. the world of superhero movies and Avenger movies. Like, it was good. I like Civil War better. I like I like some of the other ones better. I just thought they were better. Yeah. This one has a good ending. Uh, it's a little darker, which I can appreciate, so I like that. But I, just to not rank them all the same thing, because if you're not into superhero movies, you don't need to see this. But uh, I'd say, say Last Resort. It's a Last Resort. The one thing I will say is they do do a pretty good job of giving everybody screen time. I was mm-hmm. curious how they're going to do that because there were so many fucking people in the movie that it was like, how are you going to kind of get everybody, whatever, their character tied in in mm-hmm. a way? And they do a pretty good job. Thor and uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt are fucking hilarious yeah. going back and forth at one point. Because Chris Pratt's trying to be like an alpha male and Thor's just talking shit to him. That that was actually super entertaining. I wish they had just a movie of those guys. No. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, it's kind of a status quo one. The ending's interesting, but worth a watch. You got to see it if you saw the other ones, I would say. But All right. The Chicago-area masseuse has accused former Marvel Comics editor-in-chief Stan Lee of sexual misconduct. According to a lawsuit obtained by Los Angeles ABC station, KABC, Maria Carballo has accused Lee of assault, battery, violation of the Illinois Gender Violence Act, and emotional distress, and named his former assistant Max Anderson in a court of civil conspiracy, oh, an account of civil conspiracy, stemming from two separate massage therapy sessions on April 21st and 22nd, 2017. In a Chicago hotel room. Let's hmm. see. She's, she's, seeking, she's trying to get some rub and tugs. She's in. seeking $50,000 in damages for each count and reimbursement of her attorney fees. You think she knew who he was? Well, I'm pretty sure she did the second day when she went back. Let's what? see. <laughs> I wasn't listening that close. Uh, Stan Lee's attorney claims it's a sh- shakedown. And then the, there's a quote. He says, "This the guy is 95. I don't think he would do that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And then yeah. I, but, I mean, pretty easy target if you know who he is. 
There's other headlines about Stan Lee is suing his former business manager for fraud and elder abuse. So, hmm. if he's claiming elder abuse against other people, it's kind of hard to believe that he'd be sexually assaulting a masseuse, especially when he's 95. Yeah, I guess I would have to know more of the details before I could offer an opinion. Because right now I have no idea if if she's saying he like attacked her or like forced himself on her. Because that's you know a little harder to believe if she's 95. But maybe he was making derogatory comments. Maybe he was groping her feeling, which is something I could believe more than him like uh, trying to overpower her. So she accused him of battery though. Like what the fuck? Well, I guess I'd have to. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And gender uh, violating the Illinois Gender Violence Act. Yeah, I guess that just means he's violent because he's a man and she's a woman. So I'm sure they have some sort of yeah, I don't domestic know violence or, you know, man-on-woman violence statute in that state. But I don't know. She better... Uh, well, I, I suppose she could go after his estate, huh, if he dies. Yeah. Jesse Ventura style. <laughs> <laughs> Although that, that got overturned. Yeah. And finally. Because for a while, like, it was... Got overturned a couple times, though, not Yeah, but so yeah, he can't. He doesn't get the money anymore. Jesse, so this, the what, body. What was the reason why? I, I'm not sure, but I know it was overruled. There's some other evidence. <laughs> overruled. There's some <laughs> other evidence that it didn't affect his uh, his work life. Second judge wasn't feeling it. Or maybe probably. he. Maybe they got more evidence. This is probably a Hulk Hogan fan. That's probably. <laughs> <why>. <laughs> Maybe they got more evidence that proved he actually got his ass beat by Chris Kyle. I feel like he probably did, to be honest. I don't know why. I read the book. I read the excerpt. Uh, It seems like a far-fetched thing to put in there if it didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know, but It seemed weird for him to pick pick it out. And he he doesn't name him either. So it seems like if you really wanted to make it up. Well, he named it on the Opie and Anthony show and whatnot oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm just saying in the book he didn't name him yeah well yeah if if he didn't go out and do interviews where he said it was jesse ventura mm-hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't have a case because you yeah. couldn't prove that it, he was talking about him other than he said he was talking about him yeah all right back to recently seen so let's see we have a last res- two last resorts and eventually i'm not going to help out the situation too much Situation, the, the sitch, Jersey Shore reunion fan, vacation. Fam, What's it called? Vacation. Family vacation. Hmm. I don't watch, but Ron Ron. <laughs> Sam's been watching. <laughs> Sammy Sweetheart is not on the show, but they have like a sex doll. I heard that, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Ah! They've Your been wife's sh- been watching, huh? Joel McHale's know. been showing clips yeah. of, of Snooky trying to keep Ronnie in check. So he doesn't cheat on his baby mama. <laughs> they got that girl pregnant, and then she puked behind the couch. Polly D's pretty. Nah, funny. She, she, I said she got her pregnant. He got her drunk, and she puked behind the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so that he wouldn't get her pregnant. Apparently, when all the women showed up, Polly D was like, "A lot of new faces in the house," because <laughs> they all had plastic surgery. <laughs> like he started bagging on them for having like <laughs> fake lips and boobs. <laughs> it's like I don't recognize any of these people. <laughs> Is he still live with his mom? Who? Polly D? Polly D. Didn't he live with his mom? No, I think that was, not, that was a sitch, wasn't it? Or Vinny? Ron Ron? I think Vinny got a cellmate. 
Not Vinny. Uh, situation. Sitch. Yet, he's clean. He's clean now. No, the entertainer. No, he. Uh, <laughs> Remember the entertainer from I Love New York? Oh, he yeah. lived with his parents. <laughs> Is he the white dude? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he was uh, one of the final two, him and like Tango. Well, and then the Chance and Real. I like the Flavor Flav one better. <laughs> <laughs> Would you spit on New York? Let's yeah. just spit on New York. No, New York was spit there? on the on the blonde one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I thought no, I thought the blonde one oh, yeah, spit bl- on yeah, her. Oh yeah, blonde one spit on And then she York. ran away in New York and grabbed, grabbed her by the hair. hair. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Then one of them shit on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> One of them shit on the stairs. It was like the first episode. All the girls were getting. A, it was like a meet and greet and drinking, and, and they were taking. Shit they were the taking stairs. pictures on the, on the stairwell, and apparently some girl couldn't hold it, and she let a turd drop out the stairs. Jeez. Everyone's like, "What's that smell?" And then they're looking. Like, oh, cameras pan down. There's a fucking turd on the stairs. Yeah, one's like, like, "We hit a gold mine." <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was planted, but the one girl kind of owned up to it in the confession. Maybe it was planted. One girl, because one girl explained the episode couldn't. where they're trying to figure out who shit the bed. And <laughs> yeah. Frank at the end's like, "I did it. <laughs> poops funny. I did all. I did all the poops. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? All of them. <laughs> I just did one right now while we're all talking. <laughs> uh, who shit the bed? Season four. Always sunny. Check it out. Let's get back to movies here. So I got a real fucking stinker and I'm a bit pissed off about this because this is a movie I didn't even have high expectations for. It is called, well, I should say it's from 2016. It is called Mechanic Resurrection. It is a sequel to The Mechanic, Jason Statham vehicle, which is also, it's a remake of a 70s film with Bronson and uh, Steve McQueen, right? Is that what it is? Uh, Brett's seen the original. I haven't. Bronson for sure. It's not Charles Bronson and somebody else. You want to look it up quick? But anyways, I've heard. I mean, it's not like that's considered like you know a Citizen Kane level movie or anything like that. But it's like I guess Brett liked it, right? It's good. Yeah, good. I liked it. So they did a remake back in when was the okay? The Mechanic came out in 2011. And with that movie, I'm in between The Last Resort and eventually. Like, it was entertaining enough. I enjoyed it. It's Jason Statham with Ben Foster. Ben Foster is like the... Because it's about hitmen, and so he kind of takes Ben mm-hmm. Foster under his, under his wing, teach him the ways of the, yep. the hitman or the assassin, whatnot. It's it, uh, Jan Michael Vincent is the co-star. Okay. With Charles Bronson. But, uh, you know, I liked it. I have it on Blu-ray. got it cheap. I didn't care. So, I know that this sequel came out in 2016. I was like, huh, because that's it had been five years, and it wasn't like the mechanic was like a big hit. But when this came out, I'm like, huh, they, a sequel, huh? I, I guess. I, I mean, a sequel is a little weird. After after If you've seen the mechanic, the remake, you're like, I don't know if they'd do a sequel to this. But anyways, so I finally saw it. It's on, I think I saw it, it was on HBO. So I just watched it off of there. It is one of the worst movies I have ever fucking seen. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed off. I, I quit Statham? watching. Is it I still quit. Statham, yeah. right? In and just, just listen okay. to this cast here. It is Jason Statham, Jessica Alba, Tommy Lee Jones, Michelle Yeoh, Sam Hazelden. Then it kind of starts trailing off. Jessica right. Alba would have been a red flag for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
right there I'd go probably isn't that good <laughs> but they're like oh Tommy Lee Jones when's the last time he's done anything good no country for old men I don't know but he's not in all that much right just trying to make a buck he's like Morgan Freeman no but he's not if he was just trying to make a buck he'd be in a lot <laughs> yeah. of shitty movies yeah. it was probably Man of the House yeah but that was even before No Country for Old Men no, I was just making a joke about a bad movie he was in yep that is correct that though that's one where he's with the cheerleaders in Texas or something yeah I never saw it, but yeah. Was it like a college? I think it was like a sorority. He was like the the head of a, or he was like the overseer of a sorority. Something like that. Like yeah. Instead of having a house mother, he was the I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> so, uh, storyline. Bishop thought he had put his murderous past behind him until his most formidable foe kidnaps the love of his life. Now he is forced to complete three impossible assassinations and do what he does best. Make them look like accidents. So, spoiler alert, she is not the love of his life because he meets her about 20 minutes into this fucking movie, Jessica Elba. She is the damsel in distress in this movie. So, right away, this fucking synopsis is bullshit. She's not the love of his life. She's the romantic interest in this movie, but he just fucking meets her. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the cheapest movies I have ever seen. The CGI, everything is CGI. And when I mean everything, I mean everything. Every set. Most of the locations are exotic locales. And so all the surroundings is all green screen. And it's very shitty CGI. And so rather than, you know, like when you're watching a scene, the focus of the camera is on the characters or the object of or the subject of the shot. That's what's folk. Everything else is kind of a fuzzy in the background. So since they don't have that, they just blur the background for, for the background for everything. And so the, every back background is just blurry. It isn't out of focus. It's blurry. You can tell it's digitally blurred. And there's even like some scenes on boats and you can tell it's obviously just a boat in a tank with a green screen surrounding the entire boat. And just putting like islands in the background and shit like that. Hmm. And explosions are the cheapest look. It looks like Bond 64. <laughs> it, it's like the cheapest looking explosions. It's so a fake. Sweet game. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Goldeneye 64. But, yeah, was but it's like that era, like level graphics. It's like 15 year old CGI. It's not good. Hmm. And it, everything looks fucking god awful. One of his assassinations, he has to kill a guy that lives on like the top floor of this skyscraper. It's like 50 floors. And so like they make these extravagant set pieces, but they just surround it with shit because everything's just blurred out and digitally altered and everything looks fake as fuck. And the dialogue, oofta, the dialogue is terrible. (laughs) And Michelle Yeoh, I don't even know why she's in here. Um, She's like a, a friend of Jason Statham's on the island that he meets just some nice local lady that helps him with things. But like listen to Jessica Alba and Jason Statham talk back and forth. Like this movie's not even anything like the mechanic. Like the character is <laughs> completely different. He might have the same name. I guess he's, he's still a badass killer, but Nothing about it was, it didn't even sound like a sequel. They're just like, hey, let's put mechanic in front of it and then sell it. But I can't believe this was in theaters. That's how bad the CGI and the dialogue and everything was. I was like, this was in theaters? Really? 
and just get like all these people. Tom Lee Jones put his name on this. Tom Lee Jones is the third name listed on the cover art on the poster. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up to like an hour in. By the time I so check, he's not the foe. Who's no. the foe? Well, he's this is more. Most he's one of the foe. three three people he has to kill. So he's just one of the three. So who's the who's the main villain? Oh, some asshole. Like I said, I quit watching halfway through. <laughs> Technically, I left it on the TV, but I just looked at my phone and read stuff for the last forty minutes. I'd say. Don't know how it ends. Yeah, if you hadn't explained that you like the mechanic so much, I would have questioned why you were watching. Well, not. This I mean, like I said, not so much. But I'm like, I well, didn't have enough, high hopes enough that you would consider. Yeah. yeah. And I knew I was probably going to be watching this with my dad or something like that. Because my dad would talk about the mechanic recently, and then we're like, I was like, I told him because I told him about this. I was like, oh, because I figured he'd like it. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, there's a sequel out there, Resurrection. You know, maybe you'll give that a look see. So now when I see him this weekend, I'll be like, did you watch that? Se- don't watch that sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the moral is don't watch sequels where the subtitle is Resurrection. <laughs> Yeah, Halloween Resurrection. Has there, has there been any, <laughs> any Resurrection sequels that have been good? Yeah, I was going to say Tupac, but that's not a sequel. That's a documentary. That was sick. <laughs> that was a good documentary. <laughs> good documentary. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a WTM Watch This Movie Never. Never! <laughs> so Scarface. That's a good never. <laughs> never! <laughs> I had another one in there for a while. It was Michael Caine. And it was from Batman Begins towards the beginning when he comes home and, uh, you know, from from Russia, wherever the fuck he was, mm-hmm. Asia. And uh, he's talking to Alfred and uh, he's like, oh, so you haven't give up, given up on me yet, huh, Alfred? And he goes, never. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a little quiet. And I was like, eh. So I, I can get an opportunity yelling. <laughs> never. <laughs> He's talking to Frank before he shoots him. <laughs> never. You can't, you can't go wrong with Scarface. I never turned on you, Frank. Never. <laughs> you know what a hash is? All right. Uh, Brett, why don't you save the day here? All right. I have a feeling you have a really good movie. Here. Yeah. So, my other one, also directed by Alfred Hitchcock, from 1963. The Birds. Sick. Have you seen The Birds? Well, Tippy Hedren. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota. New Ulm, bitch. Starring Rod Taylor, Tippy Hedren. Well, you could be a diaper salesman in Duluth for all I care. Jessica <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tandy's in there. Suzanne Plachette. Uh, Veronica Cartwright. <laughs> My okay. mom went on a couple dates with her nephew. Who's? Tibby Edwards? Tibby yeah, Tibby Edwards up in St. Cleasy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the 70s. Wow. Oh, and it was wild. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> key parties and shit. <laughs> what parties? Key. key parties. Oh, key? Key. Key. You know about key parties? What, everyone drops their keys in like the blender. Yeah, when you show up to the party. What in the blender? <laughs> <laughs> no key party. You show oh, you when you to- walk in the key. When you walk into the party, you gotta drop your keys in a jar. And then when you leave, you just take somebody's keys, and that's who you're going home <laughs> with. <laughs> key party in the blender. Everyone is like, you know, I gotta get out of the fucking house. <laughs> 
Yeah, but his keys are destroyed. The most key Logistics parties are supposed nightmare. to take your keys so you can't drive. No, this is about no, getting it in. We don't care if you leave <laughs> drunk. You're leaving with somebody, it's though. It's a swingers party. You're leaving, but you're leaving with somebody else. <laughs> All right. All right. So plot summary of the birds. <laughs> a wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small northern California town that slowly turns... Or slowly takes a turn for the bizarre when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. And I heard, I've heard forever how great this movie is. And it <laughs> maybe even exceeded all that, that hype. Exceeded? It might have exceeded that hype. Mr. Positivity, it's... you were taking me on down a different course. <laughs> first. I thought you were going to say that. You were just super disappointed. No, no. This <laughs> oh. was, I didn't know if it was going to live up. To all the hype about how great it was, how it's you know one of his best movies and one of the best horror movies of all time, and it was fantastic. And uh, if you, I've seen like like hundreds of birds like flying in circles just for no reason, and uh, that's fucking freaky. And then to to think that those birds might start dive bombing you <laughs> for no fucking reason. I mean that's that's scary shit. Uh, so yeah, I mean he does a great job building the suspense, like he's famous for. Obviously, uh, there's no score, which really adds to the tension. And then the birds are fucking freaky. Uh, special effects are pretty good for '63. Uh, they used uh, I read they used um, they had some puppets, they had some trained birds. And then they use some technique to kind of do like a, almost like a CGI, not a CGI thing, but like, uh, maybe like a like camera two, trick almost. Yeah, <laughs> like two two pieces of film on top of each other. Okay. Type of juxtaposed thing. or. Yeah, so like, it, you had the birds flying around, but they weren't actually. The actors were in. It wasn't like it was in front of a, a big. Uh, uh, projector screen or something like that mm-hmm. they like actually like put two pieces of rear projection yeah mm. um but i think i'm gonna go with asap on this one Ooh. can i go asap with the birds uh asap that means now <laughs> i was curious what the asap was gonna be uh i'd agree with an asap pretty fucking good yep yeah i uh, i thought i watched the birds a couple years ago two years ago and it still does uh I, I still have the similar feeling that you did. Like it's still freaky as fuck. Yeah. Like they do they do a pretty damn good job for sixty three of still making it super suspenseful and uh mm. yeah, the film work for the bird scenes is it's fucking good. It still yeah. works today. And it's still I think the music too, the lack of music really yeah. hammers it home. Just the sight, I think at the end of the movie, oh, yeah. when they walk out and there are just fucking birds oh, yeah. sitting everywhere. It just the and You're just the waiting shot, for something to happen. Yeah, and the just the shot of all these birds sitting around, it like it's oh, fucking freaky for some reason just to watch them walk past all these birds just sitting there. Uh and there there's scenes where they're just kinda like sitting between the because like the attacks are the attacks by the birds are intermittent. And then, like, between them, they just kind of, like, sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's some scenes where, like, 
they're just trying to like tiptoe around and make sure the birds don't start attacking them again. And then there's scenes where they're just like sitting in their house between attacks. And it's like nothing's happening, but it's fucking tense as fuck. No. Uh, You've so seen birds. Have you seen I birds? Haven't. You haven't? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get in that. So you need to watch an ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> that means now. And then maybe watch Frenzy eventually. Yeah. Frenzy's definitely one I'm interested in. North by, Nor- I, North by Northwest is another yeah. really classic. That still holds up. Still pretty yeah. good storytelling and filmmaking and everything. I've always yeah, I've always kind of loved North by Northwest, but I really haven't seen all that many Hitchcock movies. Like I've seen that and um Psycho, maybe one or two others. So I'm like really behind in my yeah. Hitchcock stuff, but I've been watching more and more recently. Um like Psycho and North by Northwest, I had like seen like the most clips and heard the most about those. So like when I watched them, it was like I had already seen most of it and it kind of ruined it for me. But like even the birds, like if you knew like everything that ha- happens in that movie, I think it would still freak you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rear Window, Hitchcock, it seems like him probably more than any other old film director. Every time I see a movie, I'm still like caught off guard how good it still seems or feels like it still fucking is really good. Rear window. Yeah. I saw rear window in probably high school. I remember on just like an old movie channel. And I remember thinking, fuck, this is really good. And at the time it was like, I wasn't watching old sixties movies like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And even rear window was really good at the time. And I had the same feeling psycho. I'd seen the clips and stuff before, mm-hmm. but when I watched it all the way through, I was like, fuck, this is one of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> I was in college after fucking watching tons of horror movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. So The Birds is right at the top. But I also like uh, The Trouble with Harry. Have you seen that? Mm. With, uh, Hitchcock. It's like a dark comedy. There's a dead body and everybody in the town thinks they're responsible for killing it. So they all try to hide the body without everybody else finding out about it. Hmm. It's pretty fantastic. It's like from 54 or something like that. Yeah, I've seen that parodied I've several been, places, I'm sure. It's very good. I've been tempted to buy, at Target, they have those mystery collection mm-hmm. things. They have a horror one. We bought the horror one, like 100 old horror movies. Oh, yeah. uh, we bought it because Nosferatu was on it. Uh, but not, not worth it. Uh, <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> it's not worth it. It was like 10 bucks. But yeah, the, that's still too much. But the mystery. But oh, the, but you got a hundred. You movies, got a hundred movies, that's right? Bad. That's not bad. But like the mystery collection has like a shitload of Hitchcock movies on it too. Right? I've been tempted to buy it uh, just for those. And yeah, it doesn't. He always have, has like more movies than you thought he did. And you're right. Like, oh yeah. shit, he did like fucking fifty or something. And <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like have like Psycho or Rear Wind. It doesn't have those. So it has probably like obscure ones that are lesser known. That's mm-hmm. like probably yeah. be kind of fun to check out. All right, Jones. What's your last movie? My last movie, hopefully it's a winner, is a winner. Uh, one you've talked about on here before, A Quiet Place. So A Quiet Place stars Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, Millicent, Millicent Simmons, Noah Jupe, Cade Woodward, Leon Russom. He's just a man in the woods. Uh, Isn't it funny that that's like the whole cast? Yeah. (laughs) One of the reasons I liked it so much. 
Uh, Family is forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Uh, John Krasinski directed it. Um, yeah, uh, I would give this a soonish. Soonish. I knew going in that it got really good reviews, and I assumed that I would probably appreciate the. I was hoping that it would live up to being extremely silent and playing off that with the score and with just sound effects and stuff. Uh, it exceeded my expectations on that um, because it was it was so good and entertaining, but also in the movie theater watching it, it was like being in class. And I remember being in class in college and trying to eat Gardettos in a big auditorium, <laughs> and it's really quiet. <laughs> like I was trying to eat fucking popcorn, but it was so quiet. Not the move, not only the movie, but the movie forced the audience to be quiet too, which I actually really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was fucking talking or making any sounds or nothing, which was actually really added to it. Um, but it made you made it difficult to eat popcorn or anything else without sounding like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so anytime there was a loud action scene, I was like jam popcorn in my fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, no, the acting's really good. Um, I think the deaf girl, I, I like to play on her being deaf too and using sign language for a lot of the movie. Um, I think it's added to the fact, I think not too long ago it was like tough to say like, God, there really isn't that many good horror movies now, but this combined with, I don't know, a handful in the past few years, it's it's made it easier to kind of find recent movies that have come out that you can add to the horror thriller section that are really good. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I give it a soonish. I think it's really good. I thought the filming for Krasinski, I don't know if this is his first movie or not. Um, is this for his d- directorial debut? Oh yeah. Directorial debut. Uh, pretty, pretty fucking good start. I would mm-hmm. say and it's pretty, he pretty challenging to take on a film like that for your first movie where there's hardly any talking throughout the entire thing, not even the beginning. I thought maybe in the beginning it'd be quiet and then they'd fucking spoil it and then everybody would be talking throughout and it's doesn't happen. Well, him and his wife know each other so well. They're on another level, man. They can communicate <laughs> like that. Telekinesis. Yeah. Got that ESP. Yeah. So, sick beats. Soonish. All right, well... um, I think we've done enough for a good episode today, although we could still do a movie fight. I know Brett has some gripes about 2001 and the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which are both rated in the ASAP category. Who are they? Mm-hmm. Way too ASAP. Overrated. That means now. <laughs> overrated. See, 2001, I, I don't think you have a leg to stand on there. No. Fantastic Mr. Fox, I can see where you're coming at, but think of it from my point of view. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of the best animated films I've ever seen. Is it the only one you've ever seen? <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. It's, you don't like it because it's, it's really too Wes Anderson. It's really oh, Wes Anderson y. So explain. <laughs> I think you should explain what it should be if it's not ASAP first. Mm-hmm. And uh, then explain why you hate it being an ASAP. I'd probably give it a last resort. Fantastic Mr. Fox, really? Yeah. I do you like it, any? Anime? I thought it was pretty dull overall. Do you like, not? Do you like uh, any animated movies? Or not really? 
I don't watch. A I'm ton. not being a smartass. No, I, I don't watch a lot of animated yeah. movies, but uh, I don't know. It, it it didn't really seem to work for me with the you know the real subtle Wes Anderson style. Well, you're I just think that's what different. Kind of, <laughs> I think that's that's mainly what it was. It was Jones did the hand motion for <laughs> you, fantastic there. Mr. Fox fans. It was it was very dull. Um, Do you like Wes Anderson movies? Uh, the ones I've seen, not particularly. Okay. Are there are there any of his that you like that you've seen, or no, none? Uh, I've only seen a couple. Um, I don't really go out of my way to watch his movies usually. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't really work for me. Didn't work for you. He didn't. I can. I. I, I can like see your. I can see your point of view if you don't like the style. Yeah. He has a very unique. I mean, he has his style. Point like blank. Up. Like if you go to a Wes Anderson movie, like I know what I'm like. I want to see Isle of the Dogs, mm-hmm. but I assume it's going to be like all of his other yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be that same style. I still think it'll be really good. You look but, a whimsical in the dictionary. There's a picture, right? Of Wes Anderson. I feel like Jason whimsical. is a Wes Anderson fan. I'm sure he is. I don't know. If I don't he... know. I guess he he's throwing us some curveballs the past few weeks about <laughs> stuff he likes and doesn't like. Doesn't like Prince. Uh, doesn't like old movies. I guess. <laughs> I don't like old movies. I, I, mean, feel, what? I have a feeling he hasn't seen too many Wes Anderson movies. I don't know. It wouldn't I surprise I, me. I, I wouldn't think I talked to him about Fantastic Mr. Fox. I can't remember though. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's I. Would definitely not put it as ASAP, though. I mean, I, I forgot it was that, ASAP. That seems why well, I really put it high. in ASAP. I could see. I don't I have see too many being... animated movies in the ASAP category. Yeah. So if I'm going to put any of them there, I don't think I've rated the Toy Story movies yet. I don't know which. If I would give any of them an ASAP, maybe, maybe one or three, maybe. I'm not sure though. I think part but, of the reason yeah. I didn't like Fantastic Mr. Fox is. It doesn't seem to know what its audience is, because it seems like the style of animation and whatnot and the story is for kids. Mm-hmm. But then, like the way they do the the voiceovers and the dialogue, it, it seems more for grown-ups and adults. So it it doesn't. If you're not if you're too young, I, I have a feeling that you're not gonna appreciate the subtlety and the mm-hmm. the subdued performances of the the voice actors but if you're older it's kind of a childish story to tell in such a adult way that makes sense yeah, i think i could argue though that that's what animated movies have been since toy story and shrek where it's a, a kind of adult themed certain parts you know there's certain shit that only adults are going to get yet it's presented as a children's story and, you know, animated and whatnot. And I'm curious when they started doing that so much. Like, Shrek was one of the first animated movies that I really enjoyed. Where they had, like, more adult right. jokes. Like, Toy Story, it, <laughs> Toy it made Story, up a couple, I, but I, not really, like, a lot of adult stuff. It's right. more straight up But even stuff. even in, like, Shrek and Toy Story, like, it's more, more energy to the voice acting and it's more... Or, Kind of over mm-hmm. the top. You see that? Um, and yeah, yeah, Phantasm Mr. Fox is narrated, so it's a little yeah. different from that perspective. And uh, like it, it never really uh, gets a lot of energy 
uh, it seems like out of the, the actors with mm-hmm. a few exceptions, um, it's always really subdued and like, that's really unusual for, mm-hmm. um, movies that are aimed at younger audiences. Yeah. I would say most of the, the energy in fantastic Mr. Fox is probably from the animation and yeah. to your point, yeah, mm-hmm. not from the actors probably. Because there's narration that is kind of monotone. It's it's pretty much he's reading the book. Like yeah. I haven't read Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's a real dull book. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're just reading from the pages of the book while they're narrating it. But um, yeah, some of it is very matter of fact, especially with like the adult characters, mm-hmm. not just you know the adult actors. But um, yeah, I can see your point there. I, I always took it as an animated movie for adults. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think it was for kids when well, I watched it. The whole vibe of it for the same yeah. reasons. Like, it's not over animated. It's not overacted. Obviously, it's ridiculous, but uh, it just, it, I felt like he was trying to make an animated movie f- strictly for adults. Right. And I think part of it, too, is like, instead of swearing, they'll say cuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, if it's for adults, just put the swear words in there. I think he was playing. Or if it's for yeah. kids, just don't even put it in there because it's like it's not funny after the like fifth time you do it. Yeah, I took I took that things like that to be like a play on this is for adults, but I'm also playing with the fact that it seems like a kids movie. But mm-hmm. that that's what I took it as. I see your point though. But I wouldn't. I don't think I'd give it an ASAP. Soonish. I don't know if I give. I don't know if I give any animated an ASAP. Ooh, strictly because it's usually not. Because you're better than an animated movie. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just I'm not. I don't know. I, they're impressive. I mm-hmm. because of the amount of time they take to make. Mm-hmm. Uh but I I don't know. I just it's not my it's not my shtick. Yeah. So I'm usually not drawn to animated movies. Sam is. Sam's that's where I usually end up watching them mm-hmm. because she does. So I end up liking a lot because but I don't know. I can't think of a lot of animated movies that I want to give an ASAP to, but I figure there's gotta we gotta throw a bone somewhere to an animated movie. Maybe I don't know, maybe we don't, but I was trying to think of other animated movies that could contend with it. Yeah, like maybe up. up, you know, some of the best Pixar's, you could say, you could argue, like Up or maybe, I mean, Coco is pretty new, but seemed like it was, mm-hmm. I mean, was I'm, sure this, I'm sure that one has a lot of energy for you. I would say, Song fin- and Dance. I would say Fantastic Mr. Fox is probably my favorite animated movie mm-hmm. out of any of them, but I don't even know if I'd give it an ASAP. Well, but I don't here, know. Here's what I'm going to do. In, in these movie fights that we have, we're going to kind of come to somewhat of a consensus. We're going to meet in the middle as much as we can. So is that an ASAP? You want a last resort. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> but he's going on to Soonish, so I think I can just bump it down to a Soonish. Maybe appease everyone a little bit. Well. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think it would have to be a Soonish. And if I were to put an animated movie... This still segue into two thousand one into the ASAP. It would have to be a movie that probably I don't know was more of a game changer for animated movies, mm-hmm. like Snow White. Like well, like two thousand one, because I would say two thousand one is all. If you if you move two thousand one into 
I don't know, farther into the future and made that movie. Like 2003, 2004? Probably boring. <laughs> probably boring. It's like Boyhood. It's like the Boyhood argument. Mm. Boyhood is a movie. It, if they didn't use the same actors over 10 years, the movie's boring. Yeah. Like, it was just a boring <laughs> movie. But fucking people loved it mm-hmm. because they used it. And it's a cool concept. But, like, I'd, I don't know. I'd never watch it from start to finish again, probably. Yeah, I bought it, and I haven't watched it since I bought it. It's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> the theater, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. And I don't know what animated movie do, did that. Toy Story did it, I guess. That was kind of the big Pixar. I mean, that kind of changed the game with, you know, Kim Peter animation and whatnot. But right. But. Yeah, something to think about. Sure. Oh, you brought up some valid points. Okay. Yeah. Um, we might tinker a little bit with the format of movie fights going forward, but I think that went pretty well. Well enough. Yeah, yeah. It, went, it went okay. And we'd like. Not great. The folks at home. But we'd like the folks at home <laughs> to suggest <laughs> movies we should fight about. Maybe you're looking at her website, WTMWatchThisMovie.com, and you're looking at her mm-hmm. ratings. You're like, this is a horseshit rating. Yeah. You know, why is... you know uh, Brett was... We came up with this idea because he saw Friday After After Next as a never. Yeah. He's like, what the is fuck that is that never? as a never? And so I think I'm going to bump that up to Last Resort. But if you're at home... Without you're a like, fight? So you're just giving in. I'm giving it... Well, because we had talked about that off... Off air, yeah, and you were all about it too. I don't know how you so. even came up with never in the first place for that one. That movie's funny. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till we fight about Norbit. <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna have to watch Norbit. Just you should. <laughs> you should watch that. it. It's it's hilarious. But um, yeah, if you see a movie you're like, why the hell is this rated here? Right in, and we can discuss it on an episode. Right, especially if it's like a ASAP or a Never or a Last Resort. Mm-hmm. You're like, why is Rocky Five a Never? I'm like, well, it fucking sucks ass. <laughs> That's why it's a Never. <laughs> but yeah, to be honest, the only thing I've seen from Rocky Five is when he finds the picture of uh, that his kid drew of his uh, his teacher's tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember it. That. That's the know. only scene I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. I just I remember on, the fight at the end that lasts for like. I saw an it on hour. TV, and that was the only thing I saw, and then I turned it off. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that anything else you guys want to add? I might prepare a little more for our next movie fight. No, it's fine. 2001? Potentially. Potentially. We can come up with something else, too. Maybe. I'm, just, I'm sure Jason's got some grievances. <laughs> this movie's old. <laughs> and so this movie was made like. 20 years ago. Anything before 2000. <laughs> Although he wants to do a bunch of 1999 movies, which it's only 19 years old. And he did like, you know, he loves The Clockwork Orange, and that's an older movie. So I guess he doesn't hate all old movies, but it seems like he dislikes a lot of them and doesn't want to watch any of them. <laughs> it seems like he'll have to be forced to watch them. <laughs> Yeah. He hated horror movies, too, by the way. Horror? Yeah, horror. No, he's been watching a lot of horror movies. He enjoys them. He's well, liked all the Friday the Thirteenth. Well, he said uh, <laughs> there aren't any good horror movies, is what he said. When was this though? Uh, right after he said he hated Prince. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he said uh, it follows is one of his favorite movies of, in general over the past. That few was years. his defense for uh, horror movies. Me calling him out on saying he hates horror movies. No. Oh. So yeah, he he thinks there's some winners in there. 
Don't it, don't be putting baby in a corner. Don't be putting words in his mouth. Because I think you were right? talking about a quiet place, and he's like, "Oh man, usually horror movies aren't good." And I'm like, "What?" And uh, I think you might have said PG thirteen or no. You'll have know. to re-listen that. Episode. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> tweet it. We'll let Jason speak for himself. We'll, tweet we'll it. Let him what did he say? Clarify. What did he say? <laughs> we'll have him clarify next episode. But uh, yeah, reach out to us. You can email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. Check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. Follow us on Twitter at watchthis underscore movie. Please rate and review. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Other than that, we will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check you later. Check you later. Hey, man, you off my case.